like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. Welcome to another edition of BDSM Summer School. I am your host, Primal Piggy, and congratulations. You made it to the part of our BDSM Summer School where the rubber now meets the road. And while uh, while we'll still continue to talk about the philosophy of things like bondage and discipline and whatnot, you'll you'll now get to see some of the ways that it is practically applied within BDSM. Um, Let's look at how mental bondage works within protocol. Um, In David English's The Ritual of Dominance and Submission, a really great book that I highly recommend, he, he says slave positions are a big part of establishing and practicing protocol. They give the submissive clearly defined body language and behavior to use in most any situation. They also empower the submissive to act on an established known standard uh, versus having to ask or wonder what's expected of them. They also serve as a way of demonstrating to the dominant and others their knowledge of and proficiency with high protocol training. Uh, This can be and often is a matter of pride and honor among submissives. The methodology behind specific slave positions serves a purpose as well. He goes on to say, the goal behind every position is to violate the person's instinctive self-protection instincts by exposing vulnerable regions of the body. They also emphasize feelings of helplessness and being at the mercy of another person. Uh, This is done by constructing each position to work against the natural body adjustment and forcing the submissive to concentrate fully on their body positioning and alignment. This subsequently is intended to help increase their attention level and concentration. So it, it, it does a wide variety of psychological things these slave positions uh, do, and uh, or slave and or submissive positions, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they are aspects of mental bondage, and they actually serve intended purposes, and they really help draw out um, draw out the uh, submissive nature of a person. Uh, they also help uh, increase uh, a submissive's attention to attention level, their concentration, their attention to details. So it really helps uh, a submissive in some personal growth areas as well. Uh, if they have things like ADHD or uh, any kind of uh, disability or or illness, or anything that, that affects their concentration levels uh, with maybe perhaps some modification, uh, these, these uh, different slave or submissive positions will help increase uh, uh, their attention level and their concentration and, and decrease the symptoms of things like ADHD and whatnot. Uh, you can have mental bondage within your power exchange dynamic without the need for any of these specific positions. 
Uh, however, I do recommend that you incorporate some of these positions. Uh, they are tried and true. They, um, they've stood the test of time. They really work for their, they, they have an intended purpose and they work for their intended purpose. Like I said, you may need to modify them. Uh, your, your submissive may not be able to do all of them or any of them. So you may need to modify and maybe create your own. But they really need to do those types of things. They need to violate the, uh, the person's instinctive self-protection instincts. They need to uh, expose the vulnerable regions of the body. They need to uh, uh, they need to be constructed in a way that that works against the natural body adjustment. They don't need to be inherently comfortable, not at the beginning, anyways. And they really need to force your submissive to concentrate fully on their body positioning and their alignment even if you modify them. And so, uh, um, so anyways, when, when a dominant gives any command of movement, which the submissive obeys, you are practicing mental bondage. Let me repeat that again. When a dominant gives any command of movement, which the submissive obeys, you're practicing mental bondage within your relationship dynamic. Uh, get on your knees, open your mouth, bend over, get on your back, get on your stomach, stay here, follow me. These are all examples of mental bondage. But we're still going to look at several of the slave positions uh, over the next couple podcasts to give you a broader scope of the possibilities of power exchange-related bondage. You know, I'll emphasize this again. Feel free to modify them to fit the mobility and the physical ability of your submissive. Uh, first, let's look at uh, just a basic one, stand, uh, which is also known as attention or display inspection, depending on uh, how their arms are held. Um, the submissive stands with legs approximately shoulder width apart. Uh, if you've been in the military... You know, this uh, standing at attention, they really, it, it's very similar. You'll hear very similar language to how we were taught in the military to stand at attention. So first stand, the submissive stands with legs approximately shoulder width apart. Legs are straight, but knees are not locked. The back should be straight. For the basic stand position, the arms should be at the submissive sides with the palms facing forward and aligned along the outside of the thighs. Fingers should be extended and in a comfortable position despite the discomfort of having the palms facing forward. Again, that's done for vulnerability. Uh, you are putting your, uh, you know, your hands forward, and so this is a slight little adjustment that causes a submissive to have to pay attention to make sure that their hands are, are facing that direction. This position will demonstrate the submissive's attention, focus, and level of expertise through proper use of this position. So to the submissive, this position, like all the other ones, is an opportunity to demonstrate their obedience and their knowledge to their dominant or any others who are present. Um, stand is typically used to simply have the submissive stand in a given location and wait for further instructions by the dominant. But the potential uses are limitless. I mean, display is used, as the name states, to display the submissive for the dominant's inspection in one form or another. While the submissive may stand unnoticed by anyone in stand or attention, the display 
and inspection positions clearly indicate that the submissive is on display for viewing or the dominant, uh, you know, or for the dominant's physical inspection. Attention is used to put the submissive in a heightened state of focus in anticipation of further commands, inspection, or simply to wait in a more formal posture. So as you can see, there's a lot of thoughtfulness that's given to protocol. Uh, mental bondage marries the physical with the psychological, and it has a uh, purpose behind it. Let's look at one more position for this podcast, and then, uh, like I said, I want to give it to you in bite-sized morsels. Don't want to give you too much all at one time. Don't want to go through all of the different submissive positions. Although I have a, a podcast on that, <coughs> excuse me, a podcast on that, it is called Slave Training 101, where I go through all of the positions in more detail. You can check that out. It's in the archives. Uh, the submissive, or let's go through kneel. The submissive kneels on their knees with their feet extended behind them. Toes should be extended so the tops of the feet are on the ground, while the body is kept straight and upright, not sitting backward on their feet. So remember, like you're increasing vulnerability, so you're putting the tops of their, the bottoms of their feet facing up. Um, and then, uh, let's see, knees should be shoulder width apart to expose the genital area, thus creating easy access for the dominant, should that be necessary. Uh, the stomach is pulled in, the breasts or the chest are out, the head is straight forward while the eyes are slightly downcast. Uh, in some dynamics, uh, when you are in protocol, uh, the submissive is not allowed to look in the eyes of the dominant unless commanded to do so. Uh, the arms are placed behind the back and the hands will grasp the opposing forearms with the upper arms snug to the submissive side. This causes the breasts or the chest to be thrust slightly outward, um, similar to the standing position. And when calling a submissive to a dominant to serve in some way, the kneeling position should be the ready position the submissive assumes before the dominant engages the submissive in any sort of service. For instance, Let's give an example. If the submissive is bringing the dominant something to drink, the submissive should assume the kneeling position when they arrive at the dominant's feet and wait for the drink extend wait with the drink extended for the dominant to take when desired. And when the dominant does so, your arms go behind your back in the fashion of the kneel position. So this is a classic submissive posture. Uh, it's one that we typically see. If you see a graphic about um, about a submissive, you'll oftentimes see them kneeling, kneeling at a dominant's feet, for instance. Um, it signifies the submissive's submission to a dominant and their willingness to serve that dominant in some manner or to simply show that the submissive is in attendance to the dominant. Um, in other words, this position is used to mentally tell the dominant that the submissive is ready and waiting to serve the dominant's needs. By kneeling, the submissive can act on an assumed command or can, or they still feel in service while they're simply waiting till the dominant calls on them again, uh, rather than floundering without direction or trying to guess what they should do next. 
uh, one of the hallmarks or one of the keys to a healthy, successful power exchange is consistency. And so you want to have consistency uh, with, uh, with your submissive's actions and, and how you engage one another. Uh, you want to consistently be consistent. <laughs> um, in our next podcast, we'll cover a few more positions. But uh, I wanted to say that bondage is often intimidating for people because they focus more on the tools and the kink than the mindset of the power exchange. Let me repeat that. Bondage is often intimidating for people, especially new people, because they focus on the tools and on the kink. Like on, uh, on they focus on the restraints or the rope or what type of rope. What do I need? What do I, what do I need to get? What do I need to have? Do I need safety shears? Do I need this? Do I need that? Uh, you know, they focus more on the tools than on the mindset. And so when we shift our focus toward connection and away from restraint, ropes, and cuffs, um, ropes and cuffs fade into the background and we can relax into mental bondage. Uh, regardless of your identity, take a few moments to meditate and feel that connection that you have with your partner or you wish to have with a future partner. Feel that tie that binds you together. That is bondage. I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word. Or you can find me as an admin at Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, a rather large Facebook page. Uh, you can find that page at WCDTBDSM. Or you can find more of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. When you're at uh, Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, because I know you're going to visit, be sure to check out our private group called BDSM Education Group. It's about 1,200-plus people all privately uh, learning about BDSM and how to practice BDSM, learning in a private, safe space um, where your friends and family members can't, can't see the things that you're typing. It doesn't show up in their news feed. Uh, so it gives you some discretion, gives you ability to learn and uh, uh, to talk with, ask questions, uh, you know, kind of just be a good, safe space to investigate if you're curious, BDSM. And so thank you for listening to this podcast. Be sure to check all the other ones in the archives. Listen and subscribe on your favorite platform.